it's Rachel Amdahl. Welcome back to the Rachel Amdahl Show. And so far, I mean, this is only episode two, but I hope you at least enjoyed episode one, just learning more about me. And in today's episode, you know, let's talk a bit about relationships because Lord knows they be hard sometimes. And, you know, just thinking about relationships and, you know, just the journey when you're young and you think you're in love for the first time, right? Have you ever been there? <laughs> because I had my first boyfriend in like sixth grade, okay? And of course, young little naive me thought, oh, this is so great. Like, we'll be together forever. I mean, come on. Sixth grade, my daughter's almost in sixth grade. And if she were to tell me something like that, I would probably, first of all, laugh and then tell her, like, girl, you're crazy because there's plenty of fish in the sea for you. But needless to say, my sixth grade first love just didn't work out. And I'm thankful that it didn't, to be honest, at this point in life. But after that relationship, I had, let's say, my first, like, serious relationship where I was dating this guy for almost two years and you know with having I was alone a lot you guys like a lot I love my mom to death and I know that you know she did everything she could to provide for me it was really her and I because my dad lived in a different state and I would go and visit him but it was really my mom and I so she's a nurse and she worked a lot of, you know, second shift, stuff like that. So I had a lot of time by myself, which maybe wasn't always the best thing. But, you know, when I started dating this guy, we hung out all the time because, you know, what else was I going to do? <clears throat> and, you know, it's funny because I remember his mom saying like, oh, they're moving too fast. You know, I did, I will say at a young age, 15, 14, I was, we'd hang out, stay at each other's house, you know, but um, obviously I would never let my daughter do that, right? Of course, that's how life works. We learn from our own mistakes, but then we don't want our kids to make those same mistakes or, you know, whatever it might be. I'm sure you can relate to maybe thinking of things you did when you were younger and maybe you have a thought like, oh my gosh, <laughs> If my child did that, right? Um, but, you know, dating this guy, he had cheated on me and then lied about it. Now, back then, you wouldn't believe it now, and I know I said this in episode one, but back then, I was mean. I mean, what better way to put it? I was not a very nice person. I certainly wasn't the loving, caring person that I am today. Funny how life changes, right? 15 years will do a lot of personal growth for you. And you know what's crazy is when he cheated on me, and now, of course, right, we're talking like we're teenagers, but either way, he was making out with some other girl, right? But he flipped it on me and made me feel bad. I mean... Oh, gosh, you guys, I don't know if you can relate or if you've ever been in a relationship like that where everything is just put on you, right? Like, even if you've been the one that's gotten hurt, because Lord knows I was so upset 
it made me feel very unworthy that like I wasn't good enough. And, you know, in today's society, there's cheating left and right. You hear stories about it all the time. And, you know, it's kind of, I hate to say it, but it's almost become like normalized, which is even worse. But anyways, so when I had found out that he was cheating on me, we, you know, had to go up north and I was, you know, go with his dad and stuff. And now that's always the hard thing is when like you're dating somebody and you love their family, but then they do you wrong. Right. So we go up north because his brother talked me into still going, even though I was like really hurt and heartbroken and so upset. And this guy I dated literally pouted the whole time and made me feel bad for being upset that I got cheated on. Like, what? Who does that? Manipulators do that. That's who. (laughs) Uh, It was just so heartbreaking. And needless to say, I did stay with him a little bit longer, but it didn't last that much longer. And it's crazy because I'm all so big into everything happens for a reason. Sometimes we don't understand the reason in the moment, especially when the moment is heartbreaking, we're upset, we just don't know how we're ever going to make it, right? And that's pretty much how I felt. But he at the time was expelled from school, and that's a story for another day. But while he was expelled, you know, I was still going to school, obviously, just because he's expelled doesn't mean I'm going to like ditch school. Like I got goals here. I got things I'm trying to accomplish. And it kind of put a rift in our relationship, however you want to phrase it, because, you know, he would get jealous that I would be at school. Like, I don't know what to tell you, bud. You made the choices you made, right? So he was expelled for, I want to say like a year, maybe a year and a half. Well, no, maybe a year. Doesn't really matter. But when he came back to school, there was this other guy that had joined our school from a town over. And, you know, (laughs) I was a little nervous around him. Okay, we'll say that. But oddly enough, because, you know, the universe is funny sometimes, we... All three of us, the guy I was dating and then this other cute guy that was new to the school. So we're all in class and it was history and we had this really goofy teacher. So she a lot of times would just, you know, put on some movie or she would record herself and then have our substitute teacher like play a video of her recording. It was really cute now that I look back. But at the time, you know, you're young and it's like, ha ha ha, this is just so hilarious Um, but anyway, so the three of us are sitting in class and, you know, this cute new guy tells my boyfriend at that time, like, oh, let's hang out, you know, whatever. So we thought, okay, fine, let's go and hang out. Um, and you know, part of me, like at that time really wanted to break up with my boyfriend, but I wasn't really sure how to, I don't know about anyone else, but I, some people will say that I like confrontation but I really don't. And it also depends on the situation, right? Some things, yeah, I'm going to have confrontation and not be ashamed or have any worry about it. Other times I'm like, it's just not worth my energy. But we ended up hanging out with this cute guy and they had like created what they called the spot in like the woods. And, you know, of course, teenagers, 
having a fire in the middle of some random woods, super great idea. And then let's be drinking on top of it. So I didn't really drink a whole lot when we were out in this woodsy spot because your girl doesn't really like darkness and I don't like being lost or not knowing where I am. But anyways, my boyfriend at the time, he was so incredibly rude to me saying all kinds of like really mean things. It's like, you allegedly love me. And so why are you treating me like this? Right? But back then I just dealt with it. Like I didn't know any better than to just keep getting treated like crap and stay. Right? So this is how I met my husband, actually, because that cute guy that we went out and partied with, that he ended up being my husband, right? And so after that night, I very much realized, okay, I'm not going to sit and be treated like this. Like, this is terrible. Like, degrading comments to me. It was bad. So I tried to break up with this guy. And he would not let me break up with him. I'm not even joking. I told him, like, listen, I don't want to be with you anymore. Like, you're treating me like crap. Like, you cheated on me. I'm just so over it. And he wouldn't let me break. It took me a week to break up with this guy. It was so terrible. He even, <laughs> this is before I had a driver's license to be able to drive, right? He even showed up to my house randomly with flowers. I was so upset. And when he came over, I was like, oh, okay, well, thanks, but mom, let's take him home. Like, I don't want anything to do with you, dude. Take a freaking hint. I'm trying to break up with you. Like, why, why are you making it so difficult? Um, definitely toxic relationship. And, you know, maybe you can relate, but oh, man, oh, man. Not only did it take forever to break up with him, finally, right? But when I, I had gotten my license at some point, like towards the end of us dating, and he, now, okay, my dad bought me a car, all right? And he specifically told me, don't ever have your car searched. I'm sure you can kind of imagine where that's going to go. And I didn't think anything of it, you know, but it was a cute little car. It was my first car. Like, you know, I want to take care of it. But this guy I was dating at the time, he got so upset one day, and I can't even remember why, because Lord knows he gets angry at everything, everything, right? But he, my door was open, my passenger side door, it was open, and he was all upset over something stupid and kicked my door. Well, guess what? My door was a little janky after that. He broke something else on my car too, but oh my gosh, it was terrible. And then I finally was going to take all my stuff, over to his house and officially break up with him. Like, here's your football jersey back, right? Like, if you were in high school and you were dating some football player, you know, it's always like the girls wear their jerseys sometimes, whatever. So I was had a box of crap that I'm about to all give back to you because I'm officially done, right? Like, don't contact me anymore. I'm over it, whatever. So, of course, the day I'm going to go and break up with him, this cute guy, right, that ended up being my husband, was in the car with me, and I had a friend in the back seat as well. Now, you know, at that time, I did some things, right? A little green grass, never killed anybody. Well, maybe it did. Let's just not even go there. But needless to say, I had cute husband, future husband, let's say, in my car with me. 
uh, boyfriend I'm trying to break up with. Well, let's just say ex-boyfriend in my mind, right? And my little self, as we got into the town that I live in, and there's like this pretty little lake, and then you've got a gas station, and behind the gas station, there's like a road that kind of dips behind the gas station, so you can go into another part of town. Well, of course, as we get into town, last minute, I'm like, oh, crap. The one I'm trying to break up with is working right now at this gas station. I cannot let him, I can't let him see me with my future husband in the car, right? And I took a real quick turn and, you know, just the universe is funny, like I said. So there was a cop coming towards me, seeing me take a quick right at the last minute, which had nothing to do with the cop and everything to do with the fact that I just didn't want this guy I'm trying to break up with to see me with this cute guy that I want to be with, right? And of course, he wasn't even at work that day. So me taking that quick turn was pointless, didn't need to do it, but my mind wasn't in the right space, okay? Uh, needless to say, the cop followed me. And you know how people will be like, oh, all you got to do is make, you know, a couple left turns or four or whatever, and then they can't follow you any- anymore? Haha. <laughs> Funny. So I tried that. It didn't work, let me tell you. So... You know, here comes the police officer I was on at that time. I don't know what the rules are these days because apparently everybody can just get a license without, you know, passing a test and all that stuff like I had to do. Um, But I was on like a nine-month probation where you can only have one person in the car at a time or whatever. So we get pulled over. My cute future husband decides to walk off because he was like grounded or something. And then I had my friend in the back seat. Well, the officer says, oh, well, look at somebody's eyes in the back seat. I'm sure you can fill in the blanks here. I'm trying to be a little PG. And so then he says, can I search your car? To which my sassy 16-year-old self says, not unless you can reach my mom. Because Lord knows I could never get a hold of that woman because she was always working. I never knew exactly where she was working, right? She's a single mom. She had multiple jobs. And what do you know? That officer got a hold of her so fast. (laughs) He goes, okay, she'll be right here. And then, you know, a few minutes go by and you hear, my mom's car is is screeching along, coming over. Go ahead, officer, search it. Oh, that is like forever ingrained in my mind. And, of course, you know, he does and he finds a couple things and tries to crack a joke like, oh, I thought I would find this in hers, pointing to my friend and then says, haha, but I found it in her purse, pointing at me like, officer, you're so funny. I think you should really be a comedian. And during all this, guess who is blowing up my phone? Like, I mean, I had probably 20 missed calls in the matter of an hour and a half from this guy I was trying to break up with. And then I was like even more pissed and so ready to just break up with him and be done with it forever. Like I was tired of being mistreated and just, you know, the things that he would say is just so unnecessary. Um, So then I had to go over to his house after that. My mom wasn't very happy, but I still had to take my car and drop a friend off. So I went over there and I said, I am so done here's all of your crap. You know, he's crying and blah, blah, blah. And I really don't like to hurt people's feelings. I mean, now I don't. This version, the current version of me does not like to hurt people's feelings. Like I'm such a lover. I love connecting with people. But back then me, I was sassy. And a lot of people were like, I don't want to say scared of me, but 
maybe scared of me, you know, whatever. But I had gone over there and I said, listen, here's what just happened to me. And you've been blowing up my phone like that. Just I'm busy. Obviously, if I ain't answering, keep calling. It's not going to make me answer. Right. Like that telephone song with Beyonce and Lady Gaga. Come on now. So either way, I had finally broke up with him, gave him all his stuff. And I was like, peace out. And then I went over to a future husband's house. <laughs> and that's where all that started, um, which is so funny because you know how like every person remembers different bits and pieces of, you know, memories or school or whatever it is. I was like so nervous around my, my husband, right, when I was in high school. And it's funny because sometimes he'll tell me stories of things that he remembers from me, just like my sassy attitude and, um, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, I don't really remember. But I think a lot of me tried to block out a lot of high school because it just was not a good place for me. Um, I didn't feel like I ever fit in anywhere. I didn't feel worthy. And this whole worthiness thing, we're going to get into in another episode because I've got some powerful advice for you if you're feeling unworthy. Um, but anyways, if you've ever had an experience where you couldn't break up with someone or like they just would not let you, right? They're like clinging on and you just want to cut the cord. Um, I'd love to hear about it and learn more about you and connect with you. So Share the podcast. Uh, you can always find me on Facebook, Rachel Amdahl. You can also find me on my website where I have all my social links as well. Um, and that is lovenutrition.net. Um, so I hope you've enjoyed learning a little bit about, you know, how it is to break up in toxic relationships. Um, of course, so much more to come over the Rachel Amdahl show. And we're going to get into some fun stuff. I just, I can't even wait, but I appreciate you being here. Thank you for listening and I will catch you in the next episode.